This is Relationships VPS, where we vent, listen to problems, and come up with solutions from experiences in our relationships we've been in to better our lives. My goal is to engage with individuals in conversations and share insights with everyone. The show is not meant for counseling. I'm not a psychologist, just here to share the dilemmas we all run into. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Wednesday here with another great episode of Relationships VPS. So today we're going to have a really interesting topic is um, it's this lady. She wanted to share a little bit of her uh, issues that she's faced. So she's been having some trauma and how it has been affecting her re- relationships that she's had. Um, so obviously within there, she's mentioned that she's been having a little bit of depression, anxiety, and also some dissociation along the way. So thank you so much for joining, and um, I would love to for you to obviously tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we can hop right into it. Yeah, sounds great. Um, I'm 23, an Atlanta native. I grew up in the suburbs, but when I came to the city for college, I kind of stuck around. Um, I work from home for a CPA firm doing auditing, which is funny, but just kind of enjoying my life in in the city now as a, uh, what do you call it, a grown-up? <laughs> and staying alive through the whole pandemic, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, thank you so much again, you know, for hopping in. So um, this is a very interesting topic, and obviously I haven't touched upon this in any of my previous episodes that I've had which is really unique, and uh, I think it's going to be very valuable as far as what you want to share. So right off the bat, of course, so you've having you've been having um, some trauma, you know, and it's been affecting your relationship. So first things first, um, what exactly when we say the trauma is, and when was it that did it occur, or what, what was the biggest issue that in the past, you know, has caused you to, to feel this sort of way as far as, like, when it comes to relationships that it don't don't they don't really end up working out because of this this particular issue. Yeah, so I have what my doctors have called complex PTSD, which is a post traumatic disorder from long term exposure to abuse in childhood. So I grew up in a home with an alcoholic father. Um, we had very interesting dynamics. Um, there was a lot of violence. There was a, a lot of lack of emotional stability in the home. Um, you know, I had three siblings, um, and we've all kind of experienced it in different ways. And we've never addressed it. And so when I grew up and left the home, a lot of these symptoms, such as depression, which was the first one that kind of I experienced I thought I wasn't depressed I don't know why but I am and then the anxiety came in and you know I want to blame it on college and I'm just overworking myself um and then I start to work with my doctors towards like a treatment plan and realizing and getting diagnosed with this disorder or this you know issue that I have has been really helpful because I've been able to find a therapist who is one trauma-based and not just, um, depression and anxiety based. Mm -hmm. 
and, and to kind of work through that because the way that I've projected myself as a child has in turn made my responses to situations as an adult, including relationships, uh, a little more complicated than I would like them to be. So I think the biggest thing is like the dissociation is when I don't feel safe, I kind of retract emotionally. And right. so and in my attempt to avoid conflict in my relationships, I've also pulled back from that, which has prohibited like the growth of the relationship as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, first things first, I'm really sorry to hear that, but I mean, um, it, I, I'm very, very hopeful to that everything does get better throughout the time. So going back with, with what you mentioned is that you have three siblings and then a few of them also uh, had felt the same way that you have, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I'm actually a triplet. So Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, so all three of us, it's kind of been interesting. We've been the same age and kind of in the same place in life. Mm-hmm. as we experienced that trauma growing up, whereas our little sister, who's five years younger than us, although she experienced it, she was in a different place in her life as well. So it's been unique to see all of our reactions to the same or and or similar experiences um, as adults. And not to be rude to them, but I think we're all in different stages of you know denial, anger, acceptance, feeling... Each right. of us is in a different process, and you know sometimes they don't even they don't want to talk about it. I think I'm the most open, um, but that's not to say that they're not working on it. You know? Of course. So do, I mean, do you do y'all typically stay in touch though, regardless of of the issue or anything like that, or you? Um, unfortunately, I'm the black sheep of the family. You know, the the rebel child, Democrat who moved to the city, and they're you know, country suburbanites. <laughs> so it's been it's been a complex relationship. I think my relationship with my family has been one of the most difficult and inter- just so complex. You know, my relationships right. with partners and my relationships with friends is a completely different experience than me and my trauma trying to have a relationship with them and their trauma and we're the history that comes with having grown up with somebody mixed with all of makes it. I see what you mean. Yeah, I understand that. Of course, it's a little bit difficult because obviously you grew up with them and you, all of you faced the, the problem, of course. Well, well, okay. As long as, I mean, I really hope that they're doing okay as well, you know, as far as like, you know, uh, overcoming the the, the whole issue. Mm -hmm. So, I, I got to say, like, what has helped you um, or what what actually helps you stay away from, like, for instance, the whole depression part? Is there anything in particular that helps you avoid that as far as, like, maybe um, going for walks or, you know, or maybe talking to a friend or anything like that in particular? Um, I would love to say that I could just avoid it, but... Um, it's kind of there, and so I am on antidepressants, which is part of my plan that I've come up with my own doctors, mm-hmm. um, in addition to 
um, maintaining exercise and movement. You know, we're all kind of home now, but it's really important for me. Yeah, of course. To take time to like meditate and journal and, and walk and and kind of feed myself these good things because it's so easy to forget how just moving your body plays a huge role in your mental health as well. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask you that, uh, that like, you know, how uh, how maybe getting uh, enough sleep, you know, getting a good balanced diet also could uh, play a big role as far as, you know, having a feeling well or feeling upset. And of course, the exercising part also plays a, a huge role as far as that goes. So that's really good that, um, I mean, you've been able to talk to the doctor and they've also been telling you to do that and you'll you take care of yourself. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. So, go ahead. I was just going to say that's the big key is at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest, obviously, like, I, I don't know really much about it, but as far as that goes, it's like you got you to gotta keep your head, um, like, away from things, right? And, like, you got to keep busy. In my, that, that, that's how I would see it, right? Maybe stay busy and then trying to keep your, your mind away from, like, the negativity and the past issues that you faced and then maybe focus on other things that are going to make you happy right um a little bit of both yeah I mean there's definitely you want to I can avoid it if I've already addressed it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I can't pretend it's not there but I definitely do find myself seeking beneficial activities you know I yeah if, if I have a new situation, I definitely have to assess, is this going to make me safe and healthy, both physically and mentally? Whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, meeting new people or um, just going somewhere, you know, I, I definitely have to take into account what that situation is and make the best decision for myself. Whereas it might be different for somebody else. Of course. So when we go back all the way... Um to let's say when when you started dating, um, how long ago was that? Um, oh, um, my senior year of high school. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So maybe yeah. about like maybe what like you said you're twenty three, so maybe like six years, maybe. Yeah, I was. I think I was eighteen. Okay. I was yeah. 18, yeah. Good. So good. So I, I waited till I was an adult. <laughs> No, I mean, there's no problem with that. There's no rush into a relationship. In fact, that's like one of the biggest things that I talk about in here is that there's no, there's really no time frame for you to hop in a relationship. And it's it's just for you to do it whenever you, you know it's the best time and then, you know, you got to know a person. But on another note, like, how is that, you know, because... Uh, I guess, like, having that as a first relationship, how it, how did it affect that first person you were with? And, you know, how long was it? And did they communicate or did you communicate with them as far as, like, what you have been feeling and what you have been dealt with in the past? And then how, you know, it might affect you or might affect the relationship? Mm-hmm. I think our first, like, long-term relationship is always special. Um, it lasted for... Um, over a year, which is kind of interesting for like a first relationship that seems kind of long, especially since we moved apart and kind of had different lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't actually talk a lot about my my past with, 
I mean, most, most of my partners that I've had, um, but I definitely like looking back on that relationship, found somebody who was um, a little quieter. Um, he was, he was happy and, and accepted me. And I definitely used him as an escape to, you know, get out of my own house or that, you know, hole in my heart. Like, oh, what, what is love? that's what that relationship was to me kind of figuring out like it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I still say hi every now and then, you know, Oh, good. Nice. You guys are still friends. Nice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say friends, but we definitely are friendly. Oh, so just kind of like uh, Hey, here and there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of works. So it wasn't really, so it, the breakup wasn't, uh, because of the, was it because of the situation or was it because of something else? Um, I think it was a little bit of both, like the communication struggled because when you, you know, I didn't set my boundaries, I didn't express my needs. Mm -hmm. Um, and also it's a first relationship. So I think we were both kind of holding on to something that we knew wasn't good for us. Not that it was a bad relationship. Um, we just kind of fell apart or I guess slowly drifted apart and finally we spoke up and we're like hey you know what I need to explore that other side of me which is someone not in a relationship Um, especially you know the high school to college transition is kind of wild anyway and so exactly yeah it's a lot that goes on you know as far as like who's gonna be going where and like how are you guys gonna see each other yeah of course yeah so at the very like the what I want to know is like at the very beginning of that relationship, um, being that you mentioned, of course, the whole dissociation part of like feeling unsafe as far as like when it comes to some relationships that like you don't think it's right, and then you know you 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 get into your your mood of how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, was that something that you you explained to that person at the very beginning when you guys started dating, or um, or not really? The, the hardest part with that is a lot of these words for how I felt, mm-hmm. I just discovered, you know, within the last couple of years. And so the, the faults that come with that is I didn't even know gotcha. okay. I should be explaining anything to anyone, you know, that's yeah. just who I was or that's how I acted. Um, there was no explanation for anything, which is also a lack of communication. Um, so you didn't... Sorry, yeah, so so you didn't really, because you didn't know what it was until uh, you mentioned, what, like a couple of years ago that you ended up finding out, right? Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so like going back then when you didn't know, it, uh, you didn't really communicate with him as far as like what you felt also, right? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Absolutely, yeah. I, I didn't communicate how I felt. I didn't know how I felt. Um or why I felt certain ways. Um, I mean, his the relationship I had with him was probably the nicest family relationship that I experienced ever. It was kind of the first time I saw what a happy family is, and I think I resented that. Um, and so having resentment towards your partner and not communicating that feeling is, is I think, the seed of the end of the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I agreed with you on that. And then, like, 
the, what I what I was gonna ask you too also is that so what what is uh, basically what would make it difficult for you uh, or what makes it difficult is still ter- to this time for you to help and love yourself because that's one of the biggest things like what that's one of the things that you mentioned over at the document that you sent over back to me that um, of course you love to give advice you know to all your friends uh, your close ones as far as like you know to to take care of yourself and then you know love yourself and then do the right things however that you mentioned that it's it's very difficult for you to uh, do that for your own so yeah what 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 is the 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 biggest thing that's making it difficult for you to keep track of that or do that is it just because of the past or is there anything else that would probably i would probably contribute that to the the symptoms the depression the anxiety and the dissociation um i'm i'm a smart person i'm a smart girl i i know all the techniques or i don't know but i've done my reading you know i try and and do my best and and see and giving advice you know you always want someone to take care of themselves you know that's what you're supposed to do but when it comes to having my own internal donald monologue with myself it's you don't hear yourself the same way that you hear somebody else and when I refused to feel things or talk to myself in positive ways <clears throat> with the depression or going overboard when I'm anxious uh, that's letting myself get like that is kind of hindering hearing my own advice uh, and, and until I could manage those symptoms I think when I finally could manage them and I finally got help was when I started hearing what I was saying mm-hmm. uh, and, and realizing that, oh, like, I, I want that for them. I think I want that for myself, too. Of course. And how would you say that, like, ever since everything happened, how would you say that it's been um, – evolving or at least getting better would you say that it's been increasingly you know getting better you feel a lot better and then like um you sit, you feel better about yourself and also like communicating with maybe another are you in a relationship by any chance also that like during this time no i'm no. not um my last partner and i broke up at the end of the year got it so 2019 mm-hmm. but it's it's been good i think i've kind of entered into a relationship with myself for the first time yeah and and then and then again you know that's that's one of the biggest things that you want to do just like you just like we just said you know it's as far as like you got to find really who you are one two it's like you got to love yourself before you love anybody else and that's what really matters at the end of the day because getting into a relationship it's that everything of course like you got to love each other however you should love yourself a lot more than what you love the other person because you don't want to hurt your own feelings. You don't want to hurt yourself at the end of the, the relationship if something bad were to happen and you got to respect yourself for that. So yeah, that's, that's very that's, unique. Yeah, it's been, that's been the lesson. Um, uh, I, uh, how do I word this? No matter what kind of relationship I've been or have been in, as much as you want to be there for them, like you still don't owe each other anything. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, if I can't respect myself 
I can't rely on them to do it for me. You know what I mean? I can't rely on my partner to be the source of my happiness or the source of my, my health. It's all, it really is a personal decision and kind of approaching a relationship now being, you know, having had past relationships, it's kind of a, it's new. It feels, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've leveled up in how to have a relationship with somebody. It, it's very interesting to feel a little more independent while together. Yeah, you, yeah. you feel more empowered. Absolutely. You feel like you know what you're doing and then you know that you are doing the right thing. So that's really good. So like, let's say with any of them, it doesn't necessarily have to be the last one, um, but one of the relationships that you were in, did any of them ever encounter you feeling a, a sort of a, a certain type of way as far as like, you know, you having your anxiety or your depression or whatever? And, you know, that they mentioned that to you, that they asked, you know, of how you were feeling? Yeah, my last relationship, <clears throat> um, we started dating in 2017. We were together for almost two and a half years. Okay. They, yeah, it was it was a long one. Uh, it was an interesting relationship too. Um, that that throughout that relationship, I became severely depressed, and it was definitely really nice to have a partner who was encouraging me to seek the help that I knew that I needed. Um, it was also difficult to have a partner see you kind of go through these really weird low moments. Um, but with with him, I learned to communicate not as well as I would have. You know, I look back and I realize how restrictive I was with communicating or just being with somebody else. Uh, and to kind of have them watch you go through all of that, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> But it, yeah. it, you learn a lot. I learned so much from from this person, and I'm really grateful. I they were in my life. Yeah, that that sounds really good. I mean, they were they were there for you to help you out as far as like seeking good help and then listening mm-hmm. to you and everything. So yeah. what what was it that that went wrong um, within that then? Because I mean, what was what, for what you said is that. You know, they were there, of course. They helped you out a lot and understood and everything. And they um, really just gave you all ears. But yeah. what was really the the issue as far as, like, why they're separating from each other? Um, well, the relationship itself was uh, interesting. So I, he <clears throat> is 13 years older than I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have, a, we have a large age gap. Um, he was recently sober. Uh, so this summer will mark like the third year, I think. And I'm really, really happy for him. But it is also kind of interesting that I, coming from a home with a father who's an alcoholic, seeking an older man who was dealing with a similar issue, um, that, that kind of stood out to me. Uh, but that ended up not being the reason why we broke up. We kind of both were in these stages of growing for ourselves. Yeah. And we were kind we finally admitted what we wanted and it didn't line up. And so it was time to kind of grow Just in different directions. 
Yeah, just part ways good. and good <laughs> and good ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's all right, and yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, I guess y'all both. I mean, you dated for two, two and a half years. You said or two years. Two and a half. I mean, that's a really good time, regardless. And I mean, there was no no issues, no problems within that time frame. Um, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I definitely was at my lowest point with my depression and. You know, when you experiment with different antidepressants, different side effects that kind of have somebody go through that who's not going through that, um, it's it's hard, it was hard. I think I put a lot on him to make me feel better when it wasn't his responsibility. You know, and that's unfair. That was unfair of me to expect that he could read my mind um, on how I felt or it, even communicate what he wanted because. He was looking out for me, and I was looking out for his feelings and trying to avoid conflict. And so I wanted to uh, talk about the future, and he wasn't ready. And so we hmm. realized what we wanted was to work on ourselves. Yeah, so you brought up that um, you were interested in knowing how the future was going to be between both you and him and he kind of just said that he wasn't ready for that so then he took the route of just uh you know just separating and then trying to like you know figure each other out yeah huh. yeah uh, okay well that's uh, I, would, I just wanted to meet his family and, okay uh, and i said you know do you see that happening anytime soon and the answer wasn't yes right away it was i don't know and that kind of wasn't the answer I, I needed. Right. Wow. Okay. And that's and that's really interesting because you guys dated for two years and throughout that time, you, both of you just didn't really meet each other's family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he just didn't but, want to, or he was just like, that's I really think weird. More layered than that. Um, I think it's it's a little more complicated on his end which he didn't communicate, so I don't actually quite know. Okay. Uh, but at least on my end, it was really, he did end up meeting, like, some of my family, and it wasn't a good experience at all. It was actually quite terrible oh. um, because my family doesn't know how to have healthy relationships uh, because of our trauma. And so for him coming from a family with a healthy relationship, I think that dichotomy really... Uh, scared him and it hurt me uh, and that's kind of like where the the original tension came from yeah that that makes sense and then also you mentioned there was a, a part where he was also overcoming uh, uh, he was an alcoholic right is that what you yeah. said okay yeah he was um, he was sober a couple months before we met and has been ever since. And so with alcoholism as a disease itself, when you decide to stop drinking, there's a huge process of emotional healing and growth that you have to go through. I mean, I've seen it with family members. Um, you know, my father right now is kind of is going through a facility. And so to have a relationship with somebody who is on that journey themselves while I'm also on my own emotional journey um, 
I think it's why we both supported each other the way that we did and were together for as right, long as we right. were. Um, but it was also why we weren't right for each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, now I can kind of see why, how it all, it all played out because I guess he kind of might have... He might have also been scared of because of the fact that, you know, he faced that type of issue on the past. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was trying to get better. And then obviously that he was uh, now almost three years, you said, being sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I mean, so obviously he was trying to fight his own his own issue as, as, as at the same time as you were trying to, just, you know, you've been getting better and overcoming the whole problem. So mm-hmm. I guess it might have been it might have been a good idea. But also I think that it could have been also, you know a way for having a team to work with each other and, you know, build each other from there. Exactly. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, things happen for a reason. So I don't think that it's bad either. I mean, you guys left kind of like in good terms for what it sounds like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. So what could actually, you know, what changes do you want? um, What changes do you want to happen as far as like, and uh, how do you how you see yourself actually overcoming this within the next four or five years? Um, I mean, step one is stay healthy physically, you know, um, and and continuing my journey with my therapist and continuing having to com- this conversation with my doctors. Um, yeah. Because the healing process is different for everyone, and I, you know, I could feel that way in a month, and I could feel that in ten years. But it's always going to be there. So I guess it's kind of something that's always going to have in my bag. Um, and I I wouldn't say the journey's ever done, but it does get easier. And it has gotten a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it has changed kind of what I want in relationships now. It's changed it quite drastically. That's great. I'm glad to hear that, that obviously you've been getting a lot better. And I think that, you know, I think during this time now that, that, that we're all f- currently facing, you know, just staying at home, you know, staying distant from people. And then, you know, now that you're, you're obviously single and then you're working on not only overcoming this problem, but also, you know, just bettering yourself, you know, uh, trying to grow as a person and then really just focusing on your own will actually help you 10 times more and realizing that whatever comes up next to your life you're you will actually know what you really want you know how how to tackle that problem or how to tackle something because you know as we get older obviously we gain more experience we gain a Mm -hmm. lot of a lot of more things right we start getting skills and everything and you know how to overcome any objection that really just comes up to you and you know how to curve that so that's really unique you know and then as far as like when it comes to a, a relationship of course like obviously one of the biggest things that I always talk about is just getting to know the person, right? And I think with with this is that you would you would love to just communicate as far as like what you felt, what you've done, in the, what you've had in the past, and how you've been obviously over been overcoming that, and how you would just love to have a team, you know, to just build a team and really just help each other out, and you know, staying happy, motivated, and then really working towards like a goal. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really, really helpful too. You know, just to have. Obviously, there's there's no rush. Obviously, you don't want to <laughs> rush into something. You know, just because they say yes, I, I can do that, but it turns out to be that they can't do that because it's not easy. You know, it's really yeah. easy saying yes and then actually not applying the the work. To-
towards it. Mm-hmm. However, I think that I think that that would be very unique to have. I mean, what what's some of the things that you would like to share as far as like if there's anyone in here listening that could be facing a similar problem that you would give them advice as far as like what you what you've dealt with? Um, I think my first advice would be please talk to your doctor one because you can't go through this alone and to have a professional say say the name and validate what you're going through is really rewarding. Um, and to have, like, date yourself, get to know who you are, what needs that you want. Exactly. Um, it's okay to be a little selfish right now. At least I'm trying to take this time to, to really kind of fall in love with myself again. Mm-hmm. Um, on the way, add to my list of, you know, if I do find a partner one day, uh, what is it that I'm looking for? What is it that's healthiest for me? What traits in a person do I value in not only myself but in others absolutely Uh, yeah that's really good yeah mm -hmm. is there anything more (laughs) I think I I think I cut you off there no I I mean keep working on it it's it's really hard and communication is the the biggest step you've got to learn how to how to talk to people how to talk to yourself how to ask for what you need and and realize, like, is it that what you really need or is it what you want? Um, and, and that's a tough conversation to have. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I mean, I like what you said as far as, like, everything you're finding out about yourself spiritually and mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on top of that, you know, just figuring out what exactly is it that you want and how you're going to perceive that. And how the other person might actually give that too. So, I that's very that's very good. So, like I want, I was actually going to ask you one last question here. Is that because of how what we've been currently facing um, during this whole pandemic and issue, whatever, and having to stay at home? Um, you work from home, correct? And then has 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 that like if you were to work in that environment with um around people let's say you know like a regular office whatever do you think that that would make a little bit of a difference uh, because like you know you're going to be around people maybe having a team whatever you're communicating with them mm-hmm. um what do you think that that would make a little bit of a difference as far as your job goes or do you think that it's still fine regardless of the the fact that you, you know you work from home or or whatever I- I'm such an extrovert, and so I think to have actually been in an office space, to have actually met the people I work with, I've never met them, and I've been working here for over a year, um, would bring value to my job and whatnot. Um, Not that I can't do it at home. There's a lot of perks that we've all recently discovered. Um, But I do think it would would change. I, I find myself craving this social interaction, even the mundane of an office Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) and not being able to do that and and kind of being like, all right, if this is what it's going to be, how am I going to, I got to figure out how to cope. Exactly. Yeah. You got to find your own, your own ways. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I like that. I mean, that's very, that shows very independence of yours and you know, how you're 
very strong lady, you know, willing to make everything happen. Uh, yeah, I, I was just really curious to, you know, to know about that because I, I think I read something about, you know, how some people might be facing some depression and then one of the biggest copes for them is just, you know, being around people, you know, seeing cheerful people and being around them because obviously working with a team, you know, it's it sometimes can be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, just like whatever you're doing, you know, maybe if it's, you know, grabbing lunch together or, um, you know, just in the morning, grabbing some coffee with each other, whatever it is, you know, or just communicating in between the days and, you know, just kind of bring like some cheerful joy or whatever conversations. I think that that would be very beneficial, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why you've got to have your, your my circle and your circle is so important like the people who you text every day the people who um you know are in your little quarantine pod that you do get to see and do have these interactions with it's i'm, I'm really trying to treasure those relationships correct you're right on it well man okay well i i think that we kind of i mean i kind of covered any everything that i really wanted to ask you as far as like what i had taken down on notes um, but if, if there's really anything that you would like to share, please, I mean, is there anything else? <laughs> Love yourself first. I think that'd be my only, only yeah. advice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That, that is it right there. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to go ahead and one last time I want to appreciate, like appreciate it. And then I, I thank you for coming in here and sharing this with us. It's very unique. I think that this, you know, what you what we've talked about, what you faced, and then, you know, what any other person that currently might be facing this, you know, hopefully they could get a little bit of hints out of here and then apply it towards a daily day, um, daily lifestyle. So, again, I thank you so much, and I really do hope um, that everything continues to get better, and I'll definitely stay in touch with you, and then, you know, if there's anything else, then feel free to shoot me a message, you know, and yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you are new to the podcast, don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, where I keep everyone updated with any new content that's going to be coming out episodes and along with of course contact me through there or also my email in case you want to hop in a call with me Uh, there's no charge and of course i'm always willing to listen to everyone again this is sebastian with the relationships bps and i hope everyone has a fantastic day take care